Stand by. Ten. Nine. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. It was a dark and stormy, stormy (laughs) Saturday morning. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Cunin, filling in for Fred Penny as I I look to my left out the studio window here in our neck of the woods up in Northern California. Woo! It It is coming down dark, stormy, rainy. I thought you said smarmy for a moment. No. Well, we haven't gotten into the topics yet, but possibly smarmy uh, to my right in the in the seat of prominence, power, and poise. Say that five times fast in a microphone without a pop filter is Denise Dirks. Denise, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Awesome. What what, what made the week so good, or, or is it just I'm doing well today because the week is over? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both because um, I got a lot done. Very proud about what I got done. I got to spend Monday with my grandson and babysit him for the first time. And it's not so easy, folks. It's not so easy. Now, now the question were were you spending time with your grandson in your grandson's living area or were they visiting you? No, we were in, in his home. And um, I had to do consults kind of in between, but uh, my husband had to reach out twice because he needed me because he had some little crisis with the, not big things. We're talking about a blowout, you know, or a pee out, if you will. Just (laughs) the basic stuff. Yeah, Yeah, he just put the diaper on backwards. (laughs) (laughs) You know, rookie moves. (laughs) You know, the hard thing about uh, babysitting grandchildren is the amount of time you spend on the floor (laughs) with them and then trying to get back up from that position. (laughs) You know what? That is really true. That that is true. Because they have to do tummy time. They have to do back time. You know, they're playing. And then you have to not only get down and pick them up, but you got to pick them up and... Almost do a clean and jerk <laughs> or whatever that's called. That, that, Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you'd think you'd think that. Uh, see, here's a shout out to why you always have to mix up your routines in the gym because your body gets used to it. If you do the same thing all the time, you don't get that. Well, you're doing the same lifting movements and all the time when you're picking kids up and doing stuff. Because if if you didn't have to mix it up, every parent would have like rock hard abs. They they'd be just built, you know, for, uh, for picking up the kids and doing yeah. things. And, um, uh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. You got a chance. To spend I'm really time proud of my son. He's a really good dad. I mean, he, he was packing that child around like, like, like he was nothing when he was, you know, three weeks old. Does Don't he, you love seeing that? Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah. It's, Does it's he use the wonderful. Bjorn baby carriage? The, the, it sits in the front, like the harness where, uh, cause my son, um, I used to, Put that harness on and put him right in the front, and and he liked to be facing out, so that he wasn't, you know, I, I, th- I always say he liked to be facing out because he could see the world, but it was probably because he was facing in. Well, Saturday morning, I probably didn't shower that day, and it's too close to the armpit. But he liked facing out, and I'd vacuum, and and he would fall asleep. It, it got to be where that was just Aww. his his thing. Yeah. He liked to do that, but a lot of pictures with me. I can't do that now. He's eighteen. Um, <laughs> he still likes facing out, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, he does. He does. Yeah. Those are dad. Pardon me, dad and grandparent paydays. When you get the baby calmed down and they go to sleep, it's like the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah, yeah, he fell asleep in my arms, and then of course I'm like afraid to move. Uh, well, it, it's the cat rule. If the cat's sleeping on your lap, you can't move. If the baby's sleeping in your arms, you're stuck. You are stuck. I'm waiting for somebody to you know call in. One of one of staff calls in. You know, so and so won't be at work today. The, the cat fell asleep <laughs> on top of him or her on the bed, and, and they can't get up, you know, so. And by the way, that, 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 that smooth baritone voice that was interrupted by a little throat clearing is Thank Cal you. Hunter. Cal, how you doing? You know, Todd, it's a perfect week. My wife and I have had a great, spent a lot, of, a lot of time together this week. What a joy. I'm a very blessed person. 
Of course, that time's been spent in doctor's offices, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, everything well, is good. It's all good. Yeah. You know, I can see, see the doctor. Yeah, come to see us. We bring families together. <laughs> I don't know why I slipped it. <laughs> I don't know Bill why Clinton's I slipped it. no doctor. <laughs> hey. Although he might want to be, you know, pretend to be one yeah. sometimes. Oh, uh, you know, I, I could play one on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no doctor, but I'll be happy to check you out. See, see what's going on here. in the mobile ranchero <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, well, of course we do those kind of exams. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. This what's what's the name of our show? Radio Law Talk. Radio yes. Law Talk. So we got stuff to talk about today, folks. In- interesting, interesting palette of topics, if you will. We've got. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh, but it was only a matter of time. A, a, a man files a lawsuit against 27 women over... Um, 27, that includes one man. Oh, yeah, 27 <laughs> people, 26 women and one man, that uh, for, for uh, things said about him on Facebook apparently, or online, social media, after dates. And, and <laughs> you know... I, I don't know. I, I, I keep thinking, uh, have I even dated 27 people in my life? I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, wow. Uh, so we got that. Um, boy, strange things. Well, it's amazing when you find about lawsuits that happened long after the fact of the, that maybe occurred in the background on TV shows that you used to watch. And um, you ever heard of So You Think You Can Dance? An American Idol? Uh, Nigel Lithgow uh, is facing a lawsuit by um, Paula Abdul, Mrs. Flintstone, Paula Yabadaba Abdul herself, <laughs> and uh, and so that is that lawsuit just started. There's there's been a a bunch of sexual assault lawsuits that have been filed alleging conduct that happened quite a while ago. In and I say a bunch, a bunch filed in the last thirty days, and we'll talk about why that is. And, and this is yet another one. Um, boy, Todd and Julie Chrisley in prison, but still winning lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one. I, 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 wow. <laughs> That's I all mean, I can say. Wow. Yeah, and we got that. Uh, boy, every time the NFL does something wrong that somebody say, the first thing people seem to want to attack is, well, let's, let's take their antitrust exemption away. And they're in the middle of a lawsuit that, that's going to go forward. Uh, coming up on our first break, with the, I mean, the reason people come here is for case or no case. And Cal is today going to be a double points because Fred Oh, yes, is, double points. Fred's okay. gone. When he's on assignment, the mice play. That's right. So <laughs> why, don't, why, don't you, uh, why don't you give us a, a teaser about the topic, what we're going to be talking about. Okay. When we come back, you sure. can go ahead and get us filled in. Yeah, this is a California sheriff's deputy who was responding to a Code 3 call right out of the shop, ran out there, jumping in his unit, took off at a high rate of speed and got involved in a serious accident. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm just doing my duty. I know the law says I have to, but look, I was responding to an emergency. You can't charge me, and that's kind of the gist of our case or no case coming up after we break away. All right, that'll be that'll be an interesting one. You know, the uh, police officers have to use due care in the course and scope of their duties. Listen, if you wanna if you wanna play along, follow along. If you've got a, we don't answer. Um, we don't take specific questions. I'm not going to give you. We're not going to give you advice as to what to do on your specific legal case. But if you have a general legal question or have a comment about anything that we say, Denise, the number is eight five five Law Radio. That's eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. So if you, uh, when we do case or no case, if you have an opinion about whether it should be a case or no case, after Cal gives the spiel and Denise and I are pontificating, feel free to call in. You can tell Cal what you think. Uh, we're happy to have you here. Don't go away. We'll catch you after this break. Thanks, Todd and Denise. We'll be back with much more Radio Law Talk. We're just getting underway, and the way things go, you won't want to miss any of it. We thank all of you for listening online or on many great radio stations, coast to coast and border to border. Now this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny sexy just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-559-6944, 800-559-6944. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-559-6944, 800-559-6944, 800-559-6944. Interest rates and inflation are out of control. Is your credit card debt also out of control? It's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. It really was amazing, and now we're back in control. Call now, and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, I decided not to park here. Well, what do you mean? You decided not to park here? Oh, no. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Welcome back in my never-ending quest to try to figure out which movies some of those sound bites come from. So the, uh, <laughs> let's see, this one started out, yeah, I decided not to park here. Yeah, you decided not to park here? Yeah. Fargo. Good. 
close? Am I right? You're pretty close. It is. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's Fargo. They pulled into a parking garage, didn't like it, so he turned around and, and left. And yeah, and the attendant ended up uh, paying with it for his with his life for that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, th- another feel good episode of Radio Law Talk. And uh, <laughs> so look, the reason people come to uh, the show, the primary reason is to listen to Case or No Case, where Cal risks his eternal soul. By trying to stump us, is Cal lying or is he telling the truth? I want to be at the pearly gates to see how he's going to weasel his way out of that one. I'll see if I can get you a pass, Todd. Okay, Okay. here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. (laughs) Hank Taylor was a sheriff's deputy dedicated and diligent, according to his job reviews. Then one fateful November evening, he got a call of a disturbance in a small town about six miles away from the sheriff's station. He jumped in his patrol unit and took off like a bat. And before he knew it, he was doing 105 miles an hour down a rural two-lane highway. And then, tragedy. A deer leapt out in front of his service vehicle. He hit it, swerved into the oncoming lane, and crashed into a car, carrying a 29-year-old man, his girlfriend, and their child. The driver of the other vehicle, James, was killed in the crash. His child and girlfriend seriously hurt. Now, uh, Taylor knows this isn't going to end well when the DA's office calls him up that night and wants to learn more about what happened. The type of call were you, were you going on? Why 105 and a 55? And so on. He kept explaining himself. His attorney intervened and said, my client was performing his law enforcement duties and was responding to a legitimate emergency. The deer is at fault here, not Deputy Hank. You cannot charge him with a crime, can you? Well, the DA had one pressing question. Why were you running at 105 without lights and sirens? So now this is the question for this case or no case. Is this a case against the deputy? And if so, how did it come out, Denise Dirks? Let's start with you, since Todd has the large burden of hosting duties. We'll go with you, with you first. What it's say so you? weighty. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I can barely breathe from the pressure. Well, you said something before that I thought was California Highway Patrol. Was this guy a sheriff? In California. He was a sheriff's deputy in California. Yeah. Sorry if I... That uh, changes how, things. Highway Patrol investigated, but anyway, yeah. Okay, so the question is, is he guilty of negligent homicide or some kind of, you know, crime for, um, you know, not having his lights on and not letting people become aware? And the question is, if he had his lights on, would he still have avoided the deer? That's what his attorney's saying. Don't blame him. Blame the deer. Yeah, I get it. I understand it. Um, Hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that it's no charges were filed. Okay, that's great. So you're saying it is a case, a no no case then. No right? case. All right, fair enough. Todd, what do you think about this case or no case? Now, now is the argument that if if he if he had had his lights on, that the that the deer would have seen it and not jumped out in the road? And the <laughs> I don't know what the DA was thinking, but they pressed heavily on that point. Yes. Well, okay. So, so there's a, a bunch of different issues here. C- certainly, if even if he had been going at a slower speed, um, I, I, I don't have a problem with the speed if he's responding to the accident. Do we know what nature of kind of a call it was? was Domestic so, violence, okay. violation of a restraining order. Oh, that's so, a big so, call. So I, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, if he's responding because the librarian said somebody had a book that was overdue, please get here, obviously that's bad. But uh, domestic yeah. violence, I mean, look, th- that can go, I mean, it's already gone south by the time a, a call is made and, and you need to get there to intervene. I've got no problem. And with, you don't necessarily want them to know you're coming. Well, that's true. However, uh, you know, y- yes and no. The flip side to that is if danger is apparent and the and the perpetrator knows because they hear the law enforcement coming, maybe they think twice before, you know, thinking that they could do something and get away with it. No, you know, maybe I just need to get out of here and vacate. Because the best thing that can happen is that parties separate, people separate before any violence happens. 
and uh, or any further violence happens that could be life-threatening or injurious or anything like that. So I don't have a problem with the speed that he is traveling. The problem I've got is the fact that he didn't have his lights on, that there was, there was no warning as he was going. Um, but then again, how did that, how did the fact that there were lights, how did that cause problems with the other side? And I would say this. It was at night, right? If he hits the deer and that causes him to go into the other lane and hit another car head on, if his lights were on, at least the other car would have seen the lights before the deer strike because it was probably within, you know, several hundred feet. And it would have given them the opportunity to pull to the side of the road because they see emergency vehicles coming. Now, I don't know where the accident took place in the lane or off the side of the lane, but it would have alerted and allowed them to take other action. The other thing is the speed of the vehicle. Maybe if he was doing 65 or 70 or 75, impact would have resulted in injuries, but maybe not a loss of life. I I say all that to say that these are tribal issues. Uh, I I think he was charged. And I'm going to say that he was found guilty. Just I'm just limiting it to criminal. He was charged and he was found guilty. And we'll get the answer when we come back after this break. Yeah, I say I'm not going to stay until after we take our break. So if you're playing along in your car, uh, drive carefully and stay tuned as we'll give you the answer to Radio Law Talk's case or no case after we take a break. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. 
We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-721-4869. 800-721-4869. That's 800-721-4869. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, Denise, you go ahead. I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general. The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com. I think that I would like you to sign a prenuptial agreement. A prenup? Yeah. Stop whining. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Now back to the show. Here are Todd and Denise. Thank you, Cal. By the way, that clip, Seinfeld, George Costanza asking Susan, his fiance that he, he was desperately trying to get out of that engagement. <laughs> so he brings up the prenuptial agreement, asks her to sign it, and she laughs in his face. You have no assets. What, what, what do I care? <laughs> what could you possibly yeah. lose? Uh, right? Kudos to you if you know how he eventually did get out of that engagement. I do. Do you, you, do you, know, do you know, Cal? Is this the wedding invitation? She died from licking the glue. <laughs> the envelope. <laughs> yes. He went with the cheaper envelope. Oh, George Costanza. Well, that's uh, one way to get out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cal. So, so to, to recap, we have, the, we have the California Sheriff's deputy gets a call. It's a domestic violence call in the dark of night. Well, it was dark is speeding towards this location at speeds over 100 miles an hour, no lights on. I mean, no no emergency Police lights. lights. Headlights yeah. might have been on. Um, a deer jumps out. He hits, he swerves to avoid hitting the deer, goes into oncoming traffic, hits in uh, another car, and kills at least one person in the other car. And the the question here is the DA called, had some very probing questions about why he was traveling so fast, and what was the outcome. I said uh, that he was charged and he was found guilty of of oh I have to tell you what vehicular he was, manslaughter. Uh, I I think vehicular manslaughter could be one of them. Um, reckless endangerment is, but he was charged and convicted of a crime. Okay, I'll, I'll say vehicular manslaughter for 
All right, fair enough. Denise, and you said Denise, no case. Said. And I said that is a scenario, but no case, because he was not charged. All right, Cal, lay it on us. All right. Uh, those of you who said it was not a case, that was uh, Denise. Is that correct? Well, uh, yes. I'm so sorry, Denise. Todd, Radio congratulations. Can Double be point. Wait, wait, wait. Congratulations, Todd. Double point. Well, what happened? It's Did a sad he... story. The deputy was convicted of vehicular manslaughter was given two years probation and some community service and jail time already served. So, uh, And the judge said, look, he lost his law enforcement career for this mistake of hopping into the patrol unit and not having the presence of mind to respond to the Code 3 call and say, Code 3, that means lights, that means sirens. He just jumped in the car and went in his quest to provide service to the community. So you, know, you lose good people by a major foul-up, and this was a major foul-up. Uh, the good people being the person killed in the accident and the deputy who lost his law enforcement yeah. career over it. So Do, that's it. This was California? Yep. Do we know what county, where this was? Shasta from? County, California. Shasta County, California. Verdict just came in. But by the way, pending... Uh, civil action, we are told. We don't know yet. Oh, yeah. oh of course. Uh, of, of course. You know, the, should uh, be a wrongful, wrongful death. death. Yeah. So yeah. That, uh, that's case or no case. Next hour, a ski resort said, stop taking pictures here. That's next hour's case or no case. Now back to the show. Wow. Uh, stop. Oh, that'll be an interesting one about the ski resort. I, I was commenting to Denise. Um, I am so glad that there was no social media, that there was no you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. MySpace. MySpace, Snapchat, all that. that none of that existed when I was in my late teens and mid-20s. I mean, I mean, look, America Online came around, what, 94, 95. There was that big movie, The Net, with Sandra Bullock, and it was America Online. That was... They got a lot of uh, play out of that. But still, it was internet and social media was still in its infancy. No Facebook, no Google, no Yahoo at that point in time, nothing. And I'm so glad that none of that existed because of the next story <laughs> that we are going to do. This, this comes out of, the, uh, of Chicago. You're lucky there's no texting. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, no, no texting, no, no ability to send pictures, <laughs> no ability to t- take pictures on your phone. Back in my day, you had to take the picture and go down and get it developed, and you had to wait two weeks to see if it was good unless you went to those one-hour places. Or uh, you have the instant camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Polaroid. Polaroid, the Polaroids, yeah. that's right. You know, I went, I traveled for a long time. When I was 16, I went. All different countries. It was really fun. It was uh, I was studying, sorta, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> and do you know what? After all of that trip, I came home. I had three pictures of myself. That's it. Wow. Everything was other people, police. I took pictures of police in every country, and my friends sleeping on the buses. <laughs> I swear, the, I, there was no selfies. So this this is gonna. I mean. It, <laughs> Completely anecdotal. I had a friend of mine. Um, she went on a trip with her mother, and she says, we do this every trip. They take, like, a little object, a doll, something small, something that'll fit in a purse, very small. But the deal is every picture that they take, that thing has to be somewhere in the picture. It's like it's like playing some sort of Where's Waldo. She says, and then it makes it interesting when you, when you go and you're looking at the pictures for people to try to figure out where you placed it. And uh, and the creative ways that you get it in there. So there's there's a little little something. But uh, uh, anyway, back to back to the law. Well, that so, sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. that does. So um, in on Facebook, there was a uh, and probably still is. There's a a Facebook group called "Are We Dating the Same Guy?" <laughs> I I, I, sh- I shouldn't laugh because this is very traumatic for this individual, and apparently. He has, uh, th- this guy has filed a lawsuit against 27 people, uh, most of them women, one man, and against Meta and uh, other social media companies because apparently his name and likeness might have shown up several times in this, uh, <laughs> on this, on, in this platform, platform yeah. in, in this uh, page. 
and not in a flattering way where people were talking about, well, yeah, I dated him, he did this, he did this, he did this, and stuff. And he says that their stories have caused him emotional trauma, emotional harm. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm going, uh, you know, this just got started. He filed in federal court, but what do you think, Denise? What do you think about a case like this? Um, I think he'd be dead in the water if his likeness had not been used. I think once his likeness was used, you know, there's 80,000 people in this one subgroup. It's like a Chicago, Illinois subgroup. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Chicago, I mean, the world is small, so Chicago's smaller, right? And it wouldn't be so hard to find out who these people are, especially if there's a picture posted. Exactly. So it, I, I think he's got a case. I, I really do. And why Illinois, Todd? Why do you think he filed in Illinois? Not just the obvious because the subgroup was Chicago, but there's something else about Illinois. Doesn't Illinois have a special law about the use of someone's likeness, specifically being able to, uh, against social media companies and stuff, for being able to... Uh, search via someone's likeness, the privacy laws? There's privacy laws, and it's not just the likeness, it's their data. Yes. So it goes even deeper than just the likeness. It goes into their their data itself. There's They have privacy rights as to certain parts of their data, and that's what's pretty interesting. So I, I think that's going to be at play here a little bit, but especially I, but against I, Meta. But I pose this question. I pose <clears throat> this question because... Um, Let's say that the stories that were told about him were true. That, that everybody that posted the story was like, yeah, this guy, I mean, there's 27 people. That, this guy's a player, right? And, and yet. And <laughs> tw- that's tw- not a player. That's a normal human at 31 years old. <laughs> I don't, dating 27. Like I, I said, I, don't, I, told, I don't think I've dated 27 people in my whole life. I, I, yeah. Some people, look, when it comes to dating, some people take the shotgun approach, just date a bunch, and, you know, it's a numbers game. I'm, I'm more like a, that's a bad analogy, but I'm more like a sniper, one shot, one kill, date one person, oh, at a t- one person at a time, and if it doesn't work out, I will then lament it for a year and then go back and try to date somebody else. Maybe it's two years, maybe it's ten, it's, I don't know. We've been doing this show for almost seven years, Todd. I've tried to set you up. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. It has not been once every other year. It's more like mm, once a decade. Well, maybe I'm just a very <laughs> private person. <laughs> but we come back. We'll, we'll finish up with this, and then we got another one um, from a major television show. Two shows and uh, charges filed against, not criminal, but civil charges filed against the producer of that show. And uh, don't go away. You're listening to Radio Date talk, Law Talk, and uh, we'll be back. Former social media sites no longer around. Friendster, Orkut, Vine, uh, Google+, Bebo, FriendFeed, lots of old services not around anymore. Of course, we know the famous ones that still are. Radio Law Talk still around, and we'll be back after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. 
But I don't have no time today I don't know what I do Man, I know this place right down the road Quick, quack, car Inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick quack car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Come on. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Interest rates and inflation are out of control. Is your credit card debt also out of control? It's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. It really was amazing. And now we're back in control. Call now and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-580-7703-800-
identity protection or actually privacy. It kind of comes under the privacy rights, um, but it, it protects your identity. It protects your own personal information. It protects your credit cards. It protects from data leaks. Like if so, if if a company has a data breach, they have certain duties right away under those laws. So it's a it's a really kind of an interesting read and um and it is particular to illinois and that's mainly because of the right of privacy that is in their um, state constitution so it's expressed and, and specifically I mean, this 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 really came to the forefront in illinois because facebook was using and, and a lot of companies do use this facial recognition software. I mean, look, it's very handy. You can go in. I can go on my iPhone right now and identify some pictures of me and then tell it to go on all the pictures that I have on my iPhone and say, okay, uh, bring me all the pictures where I am pictured in this or my son or my parents or, or as long as I identify one person, then it can go out and recognize, do facial recognition and send back all the pictures that look like me, Right. And and but if Facebook uses that technology in Illinois, Illinois says, yeah, you can't use that technology. You can't use facial recognition technology there because of this act. And that raises an interesting question for me. And it's this. Generally speaking, in order to exercise a right of privacy or to safeguard that, there has to be an expectation of privacy on the part of the individual that is saying my privacy was invaded, an expectation of privacy. Now, look, it, it's easy in property cases where, yeah, I got a lock on my door. I'm not inviting people in. I have an expectation of privacy in my home, in my garage, in my personal things. Um, and then, you know, if, if the if law enforcement officers search through somebody's trash after they have thrown it out. Key question for the Supreme Court. Do you have an expectation of privacy in trash that you have discarded that's now open to the public? Do you have an expectation of privacy in that? That's the analysis they're looking at. It, it, it usually goes to, what have you done to keep it private? My credit cards stay in my wallet. You know, I, I the, Unless my kids are snooping around after I've gone to sleep, nobody sees those credit cards unless I, but me, and that's what I'm using. It. The vendor doesn't even know my credit card number because I swipe and, and it's all done electronically. But when I go out into public, unless it's during the pandemic when I had to wear a mask, my face is open to everybody. What expectation of privacy do I have in the way that I look when I'm out in public every day and anybody can see me. I'm doing nothing to keep my face private. What if you change your security on your social media account to private? Then you may have an expectation of privacy. I, I, I may, but here's the thing. If, the, if, if what is being protected is my image and likeness, why doesn't the analysis go to, all right, what do you do? to keep your image, to keep your likeness, to keep the way you look out of the public eye. You go out every day. You interact with people every day who can look at you. Now, certainly there's no law against me looking at Cal and saying, oh, I, I recognize Cal. And then maybe looking through pictures and being able to recognize pictures of Cal that I, that I have seen before because I have a memory, I have eyes, and I'm able to do this. Why is it that technology, if it's done by technology, why is it that that's now illegal when it's doing the same thing that I can do if I just look at you? Technology can be distorted, what? whereas um, when you and I look at each other, nobody else can distort it. And if you use your likeness, if you use someone's likeness in a certain way, such as to sell a product, or if you use a likeness for um, a nefarious purpose to, to defame somebody, mm -hmm. you know, that's where it adds to that. And, and all of that was already the law before there was any social recognition or facial recognition software. It was always a, it was always against the law to use somebody's likeness in pictures and stuff. Cal, I know you have a comment. I, I, I just want just to say a, this. Just a question. Go ahead. I, I just want to say this because it seems like what we're talking about is the difference between you're talking about the manner in which the likeness is used, whether you're sharing it and distorting it and doing yes. things, but the law, the law here in Illinois goes to the manner in which the likeness is acquired. By recognizing it, there's a difference between how it's used and how it's acquired. And, and I, philosophically, I'm like, well, I acquire that same 
type of information every yeah. day just by looking at people. Cal, your question. What if I were, let's say, in the men's room at the Oakland Coliseum watching an A's game, and somebody came in and just took a picture of me at the at the urinal, for example, in a place where, you know, there's a little shield and you've got a little privacy, and they just posted that. Well, that's where, a, you where, have an expectation of privacy. I have an privacy. expectation of privacy. That's my point. Would that be... I mean, it's in a public building. Right? Yes, and, but, but you were in... Okay, great, great. Again, what we're talking about here is, if I were to differentiate those, I would say, first, um, if there was a sign outside that said, no photography inside the restroom, right? If there was a sign outside that said that, then clearly anybody who goes in has an expectation of privacy of what takes place in there, right? But you talked about two separate issues. One is taking the picture, that's acquisition. The second is posting it online. Now that is use of that likeness. And, And whether or not you had an expectation of privacy that protected against having the picture taken you certainly have an expectation of privacy in how it's used because they, he, he can't use that likeness without your permission. So it's why uh, you know, even Facebook now has a thing where it says, hey, you were tagged in a photo. Do you want to remove this tag? Do you have that? Uh, yeah, it, and it gets down to an interesting discussion about, boy, technology can be used to do things that we can otherwise do with our eyes. It's not illegal for us to do with our eyes, but it would be if it would be illegal Cal, for somebody to acquire that same image with their eyes, if you were in the stall trying to hide yourself, and they and they took a and and they peeped you, that's the the peeping tom statutes. Right? Or if I held up my hands when they were taking the photo, I mean, I mean, what can you do in what you hope is a private environment to make sure that you have privacy? I mean, other than I guess the precautions that. You, you cover your face or whatever. Yeah. Now I will say that somebody goes into a, a bathroom at any Coliseum and starts taking pictures, I'm pretty certain that unless you were the only one in the bathroom, which would almost never happen during a game because there's a lot of people there, there might be a lot of people that would take that person to task. Activities I don't recommend doing, taking pictures of others in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, and it could even amount to pornography. Yeah, it, it could. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up, and we'll take it. The last thing I'll say about the social media stuff is, look, Let's say that the people had defenses to, the 27 people had defenses to that. Here's the problem. This is where people really need to be careful. There's nothing to prevent him from filing the lawsuit, but now you have to spend a lot of time and expense to defend it. Is it really worth the story or the discussion in that Facebook group when you open yourself up to a lot of liability on the back end just because you posted something, even if it was true? Think about that. We'll be back for Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk after this. Thank you, Todd and Denise. More Radio Law Talk is right on the way, right here. And we don't want you to miss even a second of it, so stay tuned to your favorite local radio station. If they stop airing the show, just click over to radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back after this. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.